As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, I'm Jackie Moran for Us Weekly, back again for our fifth episode of Keto MG. Us Weekly does the ketogenic diet and joining us is our favorite expert, dietitian, consultant, and health expert, Marianne Walsh. Good to see you again, Marianne. Good to be back. I'm loving talking about this, and today's episode of Keto MG podcast brought to you by our friends at Slim Fast. We're discussing one of the likely worst aspects of any diet and how it affects the keto diet, plateauing. Now, through their private online Facebook community, Slim Fast Keto Together, Slim Fast actually supports you during your journey and has ideas on how to overcome things like we're talking about today, plateauing. By the way, if you guys want a chance to win an exclusive Slim Fast Keto Kit, all you have to do is text US Keto to 44123. That's U-S-K-E-T-O, all in one word, to enter. And do remember, message and data rates may apply. So I do want to talk about this because I think, first of all, let's describe that moment of plateauing. Um, where does it hit? How does it happen? Why is it so upsetting? Let's kind of just break down that moment so when people out there are trying this, they yeah. understand where we're talking about. All right. So happens to any diet you're following any weight loss plan, it can happen. You can hit a plateau. It's more it's more common than not that someone's going to hit a plateau. So the plateau is usually going to happen much sooner for someone who has much less weight to lose. Right. So say you're trying to lose, you know, five to ten vanity pounds. It's not going to come off as quick as someone who's trying to lose 50, 100, 150 pounds. Right. Someone with more significant amount of weight to lose. So when you hit that plateau, it's usually... The reason why is because your body has shrunk. You right. have less fat on your body. And so you technically need, your body doesn't need as many calories to, to provide for your body to be moving. Think of, think of the amount of gas that a, a tractor trailer truck needs versus the amount of gas that a Honda Civic needs. Right, right, <laughs> that's, right. That's kind of like a, a, a rough example. So the smaller your body is, the less calories and the less energy that you need to be putting into it. Mm -hmm. So this is often a time where you kind of have to evaluate, okay, what can I change here? Right. And it could be this this math equation where, again, you need to kind of cut down the amount of carbs that you're taking in and cut down the overall amount of calories. But it also could be that you're seeing some success, you're feeling good, and you're not really as strict as you were before. You know, you're kind of letting little things slip in here and there. You're taking bites of pizza, bagels, right, you know, right. sneaking in a soda here and there. 
So this is when I tell people, if you haven't been tracking all along in an app, right. this is when I tell people, okay, now it's time to track. Now it's time to track everything that you're taking in and see how it's how it's adding up. How many carbs are you really taking in throughout the day? How many right. calories? With most ketogenic diets, you're not going to focus as much on calories, but at the end of the day, our bodies are you know, we run off calories. Mm -hmm. And again, we're replacing the calories from carbohydrates with calories from fat. So we want to look at the calories and we want to look at the overall carbs that we're taking in. So for example, if you hit a plateau and you're at 30 carbs a day, right? you would just want to cut back to maybe 20 carbs a day. Try that for a few days, a week or so, and then see if things kind of start to get moving along again. So it's kind of all about tracking. In general, is it better? Is there... Any, is it better to have a lot of weight to lose or a little weight to lose? Is there somebody who benefits more from you were mentioning, do you have five pounds to lose? Do you have a hundred pounds to lose? Does it kind of serve a better purpose to one type of person or the other, bigger people, smaller people in, in general? In terms of keto, the whatever, regardless of the amount of weight you need to lose, it's, you know, it's a, it's a great method for doing so. With that being said, if you are someone that's starting out at a much higher weight, you're going to see the weight come off much faster in much larger amounts. I see some some people starting on a ketogenic diet say they need to lose 100 pounds to reach a healthy weight. They might lose as much as you know, 5 to 10 pounds a week. Yeah. And again, this is not what we, we recommend. This is just what's happening by way of they've changed their habits and they've changed their eating habits so drastically. Right. And... This is not, again, it's not a healthy rate of weight loss to sustain for a long time, and we don't recommend that. We usually recommend about one to two pounds per week, but they've changed their habits so much that they're losing weight so fast. So when they finally do get to that rate of Mm -hmm. one to two pounds a week and it kind of slows down, that's where it might start to be discouraging because that same person's like, I was losing weight so fast, it was just falling off me, and now I'm struggling to lose a pound a week. Right. And that's where you kind of have to be like, okay, but in 20 weeks, you're going to be 20 pounds lighter if you continue doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So why, when it happens, you know, obviously, I just feel like it's some, in any diet, this is where people just lose interest. They say, I want to give up. They, you know, what, what do you say to that moment when you're feeling so frustrated where you do hit that plateau? So this is where it's a, it's not only your body as a science experiment and your body as this biological being, but it, this is a mental game too. This is where you're going to kind of be like, okay, what's my why? What's my reason? I'm a big fan of writing things down. So write down your goals hang up pictures that inspire you, make a vision board of different reasons why you are, are losing weight, you know, take your favorite magazines and and cut out pictures and, and whatever you need to do to get you hyped up again, to continue on, continue on your journey. Um, And again, it, it comes down to just being more diligent about, about tracking. And then here is where you also would want to, if you haven't been exercising, this is a great time to start incorporating exercise add more factors to yeah. mm-hmm, to the plan. So when you plateau, what does that mean in terms of your body with ketosis? Like, are those two things related? Does it mean a good thing or a bad thing in terms of that? Yeah. So you can still very much be in ketosis and hit a plateau. Again, it comes down to the fact that you might be taking in too many, too many overall, overall calories or too many overall carbohydrates for your body to look at it as sort of that, that math equation where 
you know, you're you're using up more energy than you're taking in. So you can still technically be in ketosis and then you can have that plateau hit. But um, again, it's it's not as likely. Chances are if you're hitting a plateau and you're following a ketogenic diet, you might not be in ketosis as much because you're eating too many carbohydrates or too many calories. And so does it um, last for a certain amount of time? Is it different for everybody? What's going to happen with the plateau stage? So everyone's totally different. Some people can get out of a plateau in a week. Some people takes them a month and they're just headstrong. They're like, okay, uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get through this plateau. It happens, like I said, to so many people. And so it's so important that if you have this goal to not let a plateau stop you, you just kind of have to power through it mentally. And, and so in terms of adjusting things, I know you said about tracking, about exercise, but in terms of how they're actually eating and the carbs, is there anything when you do hit that plateau, is there a certain dietary change like for plateau stage or is it just kind of adjusting as needed? It's really adjusting as needed because it's going to vary so much per person. So that's why I say if you track everything that you're taking in, then you can kind of see, okay, so this many carbs has me maintaining. So if I cut down the carbs a little bit and I give it a week, do things start to move along again? We're all kind of this these amazing you know, biological creations and we're sort of our own little science experiment. So you have to kind of play around with it again because everyone's different. And, you know, depending on the age of the person, depending on the muscle mass of the person, our, all of our metabolisms are going to be different as well. Right, so that it's kind of per every... Every person is yeah. going to have to handle this differently. There's no set answer to, no okay, when you answer. plateau, you're going to yeah. do this. But these are just ideas to keep people from being frustrated, keep them on track. And we have more ideas and, and things to discuss with the plateau stage, but we're going to have to take a quick break. More with Marianne right after the 60 seconds. Lack of confidence? Tell me about it. This is something I have struggled with much of my life. Hi, Amanda here, brand ambassador for SlimFast. I never could have imagined that a lifestyle change in my eating habits could really change my life, but it's done just that. I went from my lowest low to being on top of the world. By adapting to the easy to follow slim fast keto plan, I have reached goals I never thought possible. What I love about the plan is that it fit my day when I was a stay at home mom, and it still fits perfectly working a full-time job and running the kids from place to place. It's so convenient. I always have a bar and fat bombs in my purse, and I couldn't imagine my mornings without my fudge brownie batter shake mixed with my coffee. It is my favorite way to start the day. Text us keto to 44123. That's U-S-K-E-T-O to 44123 to enter for a chance to win an exclusive Slim Fast Keto kit. Message and data rates may apply. Okay, back here with Marianne, we are talking about what happens when your body plateaus on the keto diet. I feel like in any diet, the plateau stage, it happens. It's frustrating. We're trying to help give you ideas on how to get through that and how to just keep going forward so that you can stick to the keto diet. Because essentially, and what we'll get to is just this keto lifestyle. So it's not just a quick fad diet. It's about really sort of sticking with this as a lifestyle, but in general with the plateau, just to help people recognize this moment, do you notice right away that this is happening? Like, how do you know to look for this moment so that you can adjust and sort of 
track yourself properly? Yeah, so there's no specific, um, again, just like there's no specific way to get out of a plateau, there's no real true definition of when you actually hit a plateau. But for most people, they might find that they'd been losing weight consistently, or they've been weighing themselves, say, weekly, and they've been losing weight consistently for the past however many weeks. And then all of a sudden, two weeks goes by, they don't see any change. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. You know, it's it's about when you kind of stop seeing that change and right. it and it can last again for a couple of weeks, a month or so. So and then internally, you know, we've talked about how this it's not just about weight loss internally after these few weeks. It's just basically people should be prepared that naturally this is something that's going to happen. Right. It, yeah. It, it, does it always happen that like a plateau is just a natural thing that is going to happen I mean, I, yeah, I feel like it is, but it's ba- you know, it's it all comes down to it's just a natural way that our bodies, you know, when we're as I mentioned before, once when we become smaller, our bodies need less calories to run on. We need less fuel, and it's it's an adaptation. It's a biological, basically, adaptation that it's been you know, it's in our ancestry. It's in our bloodline as as humans. So, right. yeah. so internally, besides the weight. You know, you're saying all like the mental aspect. Is there anything that happens with sort of that side of it? What you may be feeling besides just looking at the scale that you can kind of keep an eye out for? There shouldn't be any particular symptoms of a plateau. I mean, I think for the most part, people that do hit a plateau, they might find that they're a little bit more sluggish or less energy. But right, that plateau be, itself may sort yeah, of ruin the fun of yeah, the Yeah, but of it the kind of it's it's the mindset. It's you've got this crazy awesome momentum going on you're losing weight you're on you're on track to your goal of losing this much weight in however many weeks and it can be kind of like a a downer but right so overall like easy way to kind of encapsulate this downer moment the plateau wah wah yeah what easy way to just sort of address it and move on and keep going yeah so hype yourself up like I said you know, write write down why you're doing this. What are your goals? Hang up pictures that inspire you, um, and then keep track of what you're eating. Really start to track everything that goes into your mouth for that day. If you take a bite of something, if you bites, licks, tastes, things like that, anything that goes into your your mouth that you're eating, you need to track that and really assess. Okay, maybe I've been overdoing it on carbs. Maybe I've been overdoing this on 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 calories. And then again incorporate exercise if you haven't mm-hmm. been exercising or if you have been exercising, maybe maybe ramp it up a little bit. Right. So that's kind of the overall easy adjustment, easy uh, strategy when you do hit that mm-hmm. plateau, you guys. You just heard it here from Marianne. And, and in general, should you be tracking yourself no matter what from start like from start point A when you do the keto diet is important to track in oh, general? Oh, absolutely. I highly recommend it to anyone starting it because it just gives you such a great snapshot of exactly what you're taking in. Right. And you can really figure out too. I mean, because not everyone's going to be able to start off at 20 carbs a day. Some people can have in more carbs a day. Some people need less carbs per day. So kind of some of these rules that we that we read about that are that's working for other people, we really need to track and see 
what we're taking in and how it's affecting us to see what works best for us. So I highly recommend it. There's so many different apps out nowadays. Right. Um, I was just going to say yeah. between all the fitness smartwatches and all the yeah. app trackers, I feel like people are just doing this overall anyway. Yes. So it's a good idea to implement this whether you're in a plateau or not, you yes. guys. If you're doing that keto lifestyle, you might as well go all out. Make sure you're tracking. Make sure you're documenting. And just in general to keep you healthy. Yeah. 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 And I have one more thing to add about that because it's a, always a hot topic. A lot of times people will will look at their activity trackers and they'll be like, oh my gosh, uh, my my activity tracker or my, my phone said that I, I burned like 500 calories walking this many steps or this many miles. Don't rely on those because they're nine times out of ten they're not accurate. You can look it up. There's research all over the place. Use them as a tool to push you to, you know, to get in more steps throughout the day, but don't don't hang your weight loss hat on on, on the steps. Th- the steps and the activity. Do activity because it's good for you. Do activity because it feels good for you. Do you know, do things like light weights if you want to because it's good to build that lean muscle mass. But don't do the exercise strictly to to burn the calories because it's usually the estimates are usually way off. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. T- that's a really good tip because yeah. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't think that. Yeah. So, and listen, you know, if you're running a marathon yeah. and you're going to adjust something, you know, you're going to be like, oh yeah, you know, going LeBron James level, right? Exactly. You, you know, if you're going to be doing that amped up fitness, then yeah. of course you adjust. But maybe don't just rely on the exact step measurement. As exactly. you said, that's a good, great tip, Mary, and I love that. All right, well, thank you so much for kind of giving some insight into the plateau stage. I know it may not be fun, you guys, but stick with it. And in fact, we're going to show you how to stick with it, right, Marianne? Next episode is actually our final episode of our podcast, and we're going to show you an overall picture of the keto diet as a whole lifestyle. Again, it's our final episode Be sure to subscribe, you guys, and can't wait to see you then. Hi, my name is Hazley, lead brand ambassador for SlimFast. And almost three years ago, in just 26 weeks, I lost 30 pounds with a SlimFast plan. As a mompreneur between my family and my business, I am always on the go. So I was looking for an easy-to-follow plan that I could stay on, even with my busy schedule. SlimFast was exactly that. I found a plan that worked for me, but along the way, I also found my confidence and the trust that I could reach any goal I set myself to accomplish. The best part has not only been reaching my goal weight with SlimFast, but also maintaining it. Now, with SlimFast Keto, I not only get to maintain with more options, like the delicious SlimFast Keto Fat Bombs, I also get to enjoy the yummy keto food that I like so much. I have discovered so much about myself in these last three years. Are you ready to start your journey? Text us keto to 44123. That's U-S-K-E-T-O to 44123 to enter for a chance to win an exclusive SlimFast Keto Kit. Message and data rates may apply. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.